It's Tabletop Time! I'm Jazza. I'm Jen. I'm Dave. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy's joining us for his first ever game of Cogent. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Thank you. For um, me. So all he's, he's just listened to the How to Play Cogent video that Shad and I made. Pretty simple. And yeah. we've just run through a character creation. Um, but you'll be able to see through this video how simple and easy and fun Cogent Roleplay is, which you can check out for free at CogentRoleplay.com and get playing with your friends and people. Speaking of friends and people, <laughs> uh, this uh, session that we're going to run is just going to be a one-shot based on the Fallout world, which was actually voted on by the patrons of Tabletop Time. So thank you to everyone who's a patron. It's an amazing place to support the channel, but also influence what we do. Uh, one of the one of the NPCs in the first game that ever went out, Nicole the Preacher, was a patron. That's one of the perks is there's a raffle in the top tier to be in the game and work with us for one of the, maybe the name of your OC or even yourself to appear with a personality and we flesh them out and put them in the world. They could turn into a major character. They could sort of be in a, a cameo, but it's sort of whatever fits in. It's really fun. And then, of course, one of the major uh, tiers from the middle to the top is uh, voting on game sessions. And this one was voted on by a selection of really cool options, but there's another poll that's going to be live by the time this comes out. So if you want a chance to influence the next one shot and if you enjoyed the idea of Fallout and you want to see what else is up for grabs, go check out that on Patreon. And the last thing we need to plug is, oh, my God. Black Magic Design. Oh, yes. If you couldn't tell, you can't really see what we're looking yeah. at because it's glorious, this beautiful <laughs> streaming equipment provided to us by Black Magic. But Black Magic, Black Magic is the thing that resurrect, helped resurrect tabletop time uh, because we have this amazing setup. Like, I mean, just look at this compared to old tabletop time videos. <laughs> it's, a, it's a world mm. away. So Black Magic is amazing for streaming equipment, filming equipment, but also editing, and it's and free. DaVinci Resolve is free. They just came out with version 17. I use it to run my whole 5 million-plus subscriber YouTube channel, and it's free. Uh, you can, like, make awesome stuff. And it's amazing. Best color grading software, best editing software, hands down. Mm. And actually, it's got this autosave thing, which means that if on rare occasions it crashes, you never lose your work. Thank God. That was the worst thing about Premiere. So go check out uh, DaVinci Resolve. Thank you to Blackmagic for sponsoring Tabletop Time. Uh, is there anything I'm forgetting before we get started? That's it. Just, I guess, it's, uh, where to find more Tabletop Time stuff. Yeah, well, it's all, it's it's all, all here now. Oh, yeah. I should shout out Lockie. Thank you, Lockie, for helping make the videos pretty. Last week was like... Not like I just uh, that's why I was like didn't plug black magic in the first one back because I slapped that crap together, it didn't look <laughs> amazing, it didn't sound amazing. Now it does, and very much thanks to black magic and Lockie. Thanks, Lockie. I think All the right, Discord. I, I want to say the Discord, thanks for everyone in the Discord community, but also yeah. that mm. um, certainly, um, I very much religiously read that. So, yeah. like, also, we reread your comments and your ideas and stuff, so little things slightly like obsessively. Through. It's good. We love you. I'm sorry. We love you guys. We love your enthusiasm. The reception of the first one, the first one shot back was amazing. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to meet a lot of people. We're going to have, uh, tell a lot of stories. Speaking of which, Dave, do you want to take it away? Sure thing, Jazza. Uh, all right. So we are playing a game in the Fallout universe and this game will be called Fallout Vault 40. Now Vault 40 is one of the unknown vaults in the Fallout universe. But you guys know it. You live there. So this is roughly 200 years after the Great Apocalypse or the Great War. Uh, but you're still in the vault. It never opened. And that's because the horrible, miserable, nuclear, apocalyptic wasteland is completely uninhabitable. You can't go out there. 500 years it's going to take. Well, that's what the Overseer says. Uh, 
But it's all right because you've got your brand loyalty to keep you going strong. Because of course, as we all know, standard part of human culture is our brand loyalty. And you've all been assigned by your parents' fanaticism into one of the- Mine's black magic. (laughs) (laughs) Into one of the four uh, vault sponsors of this vault. Uh, So the vault sponsors of Vault 40, uh, a vault of roughly 350 to 500 people, Nuka Cola, and we've got the Nuka Cola Cooperative, yeah. a gang of cool guys who basically uh, stylize themselves uh, like the advertisements for Nuka Cola. Their jumpsuits are actually red with Nuka Cola emblazoned across them. Uh, they've actually stylized the top half, cut the sleeves off, hemmed them like short sleeve button up shirts on the top half of the suit. So they all look like they're like, you know, on kiss make out point or like the beach with their dame and their doll. Um, the second one is the Blamco Fan Co. And Blamco is, of course, a food production company, uh, most famous for its mac and cheese. Uh, and they're a fantastic sponsor of Vault 40. Uh, and their fans are truly rabid, almost like football hooligans. They really took to the <coughs> Blam <coughs> in Blamco. Yeah. And they, they actually sew patches all over their outfits, like with onomatopoeia. So it's like Blam, Wop, Pow. And they're kind of big into like that comic book culture, but they love Blamco mac and cheese. Um, <laughs> the next one down is Wilson Atoma Toys, uh, famous for their Giddy Up Buttercup line of uh, toys, uh, which is basically a robotic horse for children that costs just an exorbitant amount of money. Um, and they're the teachers, the scientists, and the educators of the realm. They like to tinker, um, and they they have their little giddy, their little jingle. They go Atoma Toys, make some noise, Giddy Up. Wilson Atomatoys. Uh, and finally, we have the faction that I believe all your characters belong yes. to. We have... Praise the Vault. The vault Believers. The vault Believers started out as uh, people who merely were fans of vault Voltec lunchboxes, vault everything. They absolutely loved it. And then, as it's evolved, they've become the Believers. <laughs> because the Vault is the only thing that has kept humanity alive. The Vault is... Everything. Mm-hmm. So they used to walk around, praise the vault. They're more quiet. They're more serious. Uh, but uh, they they generally keep things running. They're the engineers, the pipe workers, the you know anything to do with the maintenance of the vault. We've got the engineers. And finally, I should introduce you uh, to a couple of characters that you'd know. So um, Daisy Galloway. She's a 68 year old member of current sort of de facto leader of the vault tech believers mm-hmm. and daisy is a tough resilient old woman but um she is sort of the spiritual lead for you and uh also roger starlight who is the overseer of the vault uh and roger and the vips the famous people they actually live up uh, above in the overseer's office complex and you guys never interact with them Roger Starlight is the overseer, overseer of the vault. And Daisy is basically our head Correct. of our little so cult. She's actually the head of the engineering department as well. Cool. I'm going to write those down. Daisy and Roger. Yes. Roger! All you'll, right. you'll hear Thank Roger you. soon. Cool. Cool. All right. Would you like to introduce your characters? Let's do it. Jen, you want to start? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm playing Beardy. Um, she is a strong feminist woman um, who is an electrical engineer. Um, so she's really good with like hacking stuff. Um, she is paranoid, however, so she only believes in Voltec, any other type of tech. She's just no go, no, nah, won't touch it, get away from me. Um, her husband got crushed by a. I believe it a, was a Robco yeah. protre- protect, Protectron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that, that happened to go enemy and just yep. shoot him with a laser or something <laughs> in yep. the vault. 
So, yeah, um, she's handy with a switchblade, which is nice. Um, yeah, that's about it. Great. Hmm. I'm Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie B. My twin brother, Ronnie A., died when he was uh, about four years old. Uh, he accidentally shot himself with the, the gun that my father and our, our father's father uh, gave to us. It was uh, it's passed down, but it's a secret because we're not allowed to have it. So I guess we was playing with it one day and he accident, accidentally shot himself. I have a bit of a paranoia about guns after that. Uh, but I'm a mechanic and I... Um, I lift heavy stuff, and I bash them to make them work. That's about it. Percussive uh, maintenance. Yeah, but that's exactly <laughs> what I call it, but with less cons- less syllables in the words. <laughs> Hit stuff is what I usually go by. Uh, very big, strong fellow. Uh, I, can, I, got, uh, I can bludgeon things. That's my proficiency. My vocation is a mechanic. I do the pipes. I do the gears. I do the lifting and the opening and the closing the punching of the gears and the doors and all that stuff. Uh, but I'm also uh, here with my younger brother, uh, who has been bequeathed the family heirloom, because I don't want to touch that gun. But uh, that would be my little brother. What's his name again? It's it's Bobby. All right. Tell, tell him about yourself, <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. Um, well, <laughs> sorry, first time. Um... I'm Best Bobby. Time. Yeah, go for it, man. I'm, You're doing great. I'm Bobby. Uh, yeah, my older brother, Ronnie. He's he's pretty cool. He looks out for me. Uh, when I was younger, he saved me from a, uh, what was it? The gears were closing on your arm. Yeah. He, lost, he lost his arm. Yeah, he pulled me out. He saved me. But, yeah, so I only got one arm. I got my right arm. <laughs> My, Better uh, than the wrong arm, right, yeah, bro? Yeah, <laughs> better than the wrong arm. Uh, yeah, I I keep the our family heirloom on me at all times, tucked in my back. Uh, keep it yeah. secret. And what was keep yeah, it safe? Keep, what was your job? I'm a mechanical assistant. Uh, I help help around. I'm a people person. I like to yeah, nice talk. Awesome. Love it. Love it. So, so we have the <laughs> we have Bobby, Ronnie, and Betty. Howdy. Bobby, Ronnie, Betty. Betty. Cool. <laughs> Alright. So are we ready to start? I think yes. we're ready to start. I don't think there's loop by the way. Which don't? The ones that we put I've on. got loops if you want me to play one. Alright, if you want to do music. Oh, I've, I've got one loop for I'll turn it down a bit. Oh no, I can't do that one. I've heard it in too many YouTube backing tracks. Oh. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, this they, one. It should I'll be. do it. I'll just do it. You sure? Okay. It might have been just the one or something. I don't oh. know. Alright. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Just another day in the vault. Praise the vault. So, we open our story with the three of you at lunch in the cafeteria. There's probably 60 people here on their lunch breaks from work. Uh, and you're all just idly chatting and having a good time. You can bring up anything for a couple of seconds and then... <laughs> Remember that time you accidentally farted in in vault class? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. You nearly stinked at that room if it weren't for our uh, devotion. <laughs> yeah, I nearly let off the gun. Oh, oh shit. Good afternoon, Vault Dwellers! 
it is your overseer, Roger Starlight here. And uh, I'd just like to say a happy lunchtime to you all. I hope you're having a wonderful and productive day here in our Vault Tech Vault. Isn't it fabulous, everyone? I like this Roger Praise guy. Praise the Vault. Praise That's the Vault. Great. That's right. Now, I just want to remind you all that your hard work today is only possible through the tireless work of our parent company, Nuka-Cola. That's right, everyone. Today is sponsored by Nuka-Cola. Get that refreshing thirst into your body. All right, everyone. You have a fantastic day. Enjoy the music, and I'll be back later with another announcement. Uh, I like that uh, guy. It reminds me, actually, I feel like a, feel like a cola. Do you want one, Bobby? Oh, oh yeah. Betty, you feel like one? Yes. I'll be right back. And after, like, almost as he says Nuka-Cola, and this is a daily occurrence, like a corner of the the actual cafeteria is like, yeah! <laughs> Everyone's really excited. And historically, it is, it is like a raffle every day as to who the daily sponsor is out of the four things. And everyone's always kind of jealous over which person is the daily sponsored, uh, like, group. They're considered favoured for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And it's basically a shout-out. Like through the day, is that like, it's like yeah. promotion? Everything, to the vault dwellers. Everything is brand sponsored. Okay, everything. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> babies are like branded. <laughs> babies are in doctor. Everyone, people yeah. have scarves yeah. like footy hooligans. It's Love ridiculous. It. Um, so you sit there chatting for a little bit longer. Uh, everything. I come back. Here's your Nuka Cola. <sighs> Maybe it'll be us tomorrow, huh? Thanks, Ronnie. Cheers. Cheers. And then, boom, there is a rumble that shakes like nothing you've ever felt before. The lights flicker. What's going on? Everything goes off. Butter my biscuit. That's my sound, dude. (laughs) There is a moment of silence. No one has ever experienced... We've had the lights flicker once or twice, but the world just shook and the lights just turned off. Betty, is that a fuse or something? Well, I better go check it out. Suddenly, people start to get louder. People start to go, Oi! What? All the different cliques start jumping up. People start throwing things. And there are people, like, shouting across, like, You Blamco bastards, you did this! And other people, like, you know, looking across, and like, No, the Nuka-Cola believers just didn't believe hard enough. And they're all just, like, getting into this immediate, factionalized, like, aggressive behavior towards everyone, blaming everyone else for the fact that the power's gone out. I, I like, I, Bobby, I'm like, maybe we should head yeah. back with Betty, get away from Bobby, these let's crazies. Get Let's get out of here. Everybody's losing their heads. A figure stands on a table that you all recognize. It's Ollie Wilson. Now, Ollie is considered kind of the de facto leader of the Nuka-Cola cooperative. He stands up. He's he's about mid-50s, but he's got, like, silver fox hair streaked back to the sides. And he's got, like, that... You, everyone wants to, him to be their dad or, like, their mentor. Or so he's just a cool guy. And he stands up and he's just like... Now, now, everyone, calm, calm down. It's all right. It's all right. We're going to work this one out. We're going to smooth things over. I just need you to give me a little bit of time, everyone. So I'm just going to go over to my boys over there, my boys and gals, the Nuka-Cola, the, uh, with the, sorry, with the Voltec. They're going to sort this out for us, guys. Now, just, you just give me five minutes. I'm going to cool this down. And then he <laughs> struts off the table, and everyone, like, does listen to him. He's a really competent speaker. 
and he walks over to you guys, and he leans in. He says, hey, Bobby. Bobby, Are, are people in the room watching us? Cause <laughs> yeah, they're all looking over and staring at you. Betty, how, how you doing? Yeah, all bad. What's his name again? His Ollie? name is what's Ollie. Going on? Ollie Wilson. What's Ollie going Wilson. on, Ollie? Look, I don't know what's going on. I'm hoping you guys can figure it out. Uh, you guys are a pretty competent crew around here. I know you keep things running pretty tight. So uh, I was just wondering, maybe you guys go down to engineering. You go you go down there to Isla. She's the engineer on duty. And uh, you, you get this all sorted out, would you? <laughs> I'm going to have a bit of trouble keeping these yeah. guys from... Knocking each other's heads like coconuts. That's what you do best, Ollie. You hey. go uh, deal with them. Cheers, guys. Uh, thank you. Sorry to interrupt your lunch, but, you know, work never ceases around yeah. here. All right. Yeah. Hey, Great. when you finish, you get back here and Nuka-Cola's on me, boys. I just paid for three fucking <laughs> Nuka-Colas. <laughs> Jeez. Could have told me five minutes ago. All right, let's yeah. go back to let's the bay. Let's go. Praise the vault. All right, so you... It's... It's pitch black. It's the, the only reason people... So a couple of like couple of people in there have got torches and pull some torches out. Yeah. And there's enough communal lighting to... Can we look, yeah, get, okay. Can we, can we you check, guys engineers, like, you probably would have like a torch on your yeah. belt or something. I got a torch. Unless, I, unless we want to roll for that sort of thing. Destiny dice. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> so, 12. Okay. You, at least one of you has a torch. Okay. I'd, I'd say that's probably Bobby. He's the mm. one that wrangles all the things. Yeah. Yeah. And you often have to rifle around in like dark corners of like, you know, shelving areas, mm. storage areas. Um, so yeah, you have a have a thingy. All right. Where's Hilo when you last saw her? Engineering. She's the engineer on duty. Off yeah. we go. You lead the let's, way, Bobby. Let's go. Let's find her. We head down to the engineering room. Cool bay. So. Um, in the dark, I'm going to get... Who's leading the way? I'd say okay. Bobby. Okay. Bobby's yeah. got the torch. For, sure. some, for some basic navigation, and just to get you guys rolling, I'm going to get uh, you to make a survival check. Uh, but that just to navigate your way there in the dark, it's confusing. There's also people panicking and moving around. Um, but it's only challenge level two, because you guys are pretty competent. Like, you know where you're going. Right. Well, I got three, so I get three. You had three dice? Yeah. Wow, and but you succeed. succeeded. Okay, so you you navigate your way down to engineering. Uh, are too we much all rolling? Or? Yeah, are we all rolling? Or just... You can lead the way. That's fine. That's fine. I Don't worry, Bobby. I, I got I this. Singular rolls. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> fine that's my me. style. Um, all right, so you head on down to engineering, and things are panicked down here. People are running around like crazy. Um, and in the middle of the room, you see Isla McLeod. You recognize her. She is 34. Um, she is one of the vault Tech group, but she is actually kind of a bit of a prodigy. She's only about your age, right? Uh, but she is actually the second in charge of the engineering. Um, and so when Daisy's off duty, she's on duty. Mm. Um, so Isla... Uh, is running around panicking. She's like, oh my god, my god, it's all over. It's all over. The vault has forsaken us. Oh, oh, oh. Isla, Isla, calm down. The vault never forsakes us. It's not how it works. Running around like a chicken's lost their head. Oh, oh Betty, Betty, my friend, uh, you're here to help, right? I need your ta- expertise. Absolutely. Uh, oh my, okay. Uh, can you run over to that console? I need you to work something out for me. No and she directs you over to some. Um, some electrical components yep. that are actually near a, a large air filtration device. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to get you to make, uh, we'll get you to make a, probably a vocation check in this one for your electrical engineering. It's very specific work. Okay. I've actually never rolled for a vocation before, so that's 
Uh, on the rare occurrences, it's a skill. You can just use it like a skill. So I'm going to assign intelligence to it. So if I've none intelligence, so you won't get a, a point for your stats. So you get three base plus your yep. uh, vocation, and it's a challenge level three. Okay. So you need to get three successes. I only get two. Two successes. So yeah. you you kind of rifle around in there for a bit, and ultimately you you can't see any uh, mechanical reason why it's not on. So you figure, well, without power means I can't do my like digital electronic looking into it. Mm-hmm. So heavens to Betsy. Oh, I can't help you here. Oh my! Oh, uh, and sh- and Isla starts to like shut down. It seems in the middle of the room. Where's Daisy? Daisy, Daisy! Da- I don't know where Daisy. Is. Oh, I don't know where Daisy is. Okay. This has never happened. Go before. get Daisy. Okay. Don't, don't, don't you realize? Don't you realize what this means, everyone? And she looks really distraught. It means a fuse or a wire. Needs some hitting. It'll be all right. It's fine. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. <laughs> um, Go get Daisy. She she says, I can't find. We have to fix this now. Uh, uh, You're not fixing anything with so your panic. Okay. Go get Daisy. Maybe I'm I'm persuading. Okay, make a persuasion okay. check. So, yep. I'm persuading. I rolled a three. Two. A three. I rolled a two. So that's against her passive pers- uh, so persuasion. You, she rolls her uh, perception. Yep. Um, and all she has to do is get two to to okay. to be in control of her action. She gets three. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not very persuasive. She's too panicked. Okay. Uh. So she's just panicking all over the shop. Um, but. She glances up to you and then glances across at the air filters in the panic, clearly thinking that you just haven't grasped the severity of the situation. And she says, there's no air. What do you mean? And she's looked like gesturing to the power and she's just like, honey, we in a sealed tub underground and there ain't no air anymore. Oh boy. Mm. Let's go check it out. Um, so. Chip, wait. Where's the air room where the pipes go? <laughs> where, where's the room that makes the air? So you, you probably know that, and she just points out the door to head on out. All right. Let's go. Let's go to the air room. Yeah. All right. So you take a few, uh, you kind of walk out of the corridor and um, turn the corner and bounce. You literally walk into someone walking towards you with, like, a strong uh, amount of direction. Like, he is driving for... The centre of the engineering. And he bounces back off you. And his name's Noah. Um, Noah Berger. You know most people in the yeah, vault. Yeah. You've lived there your whole life. There's only yeah. like 350 people. Yeah. Um, Noah is well known. He is um, He's actually a mechanical engineer, uh, but he's with Wilson Automatoys uh, group. And he just looks at you with like a burning look in his face. He's also got a torch in his hand. And he has this really serious expression on his face. And he just says... What's happened? We're in the dark as much as you are, buddy. Where are you heading? Uh, well, I'm heading to the engineer to talk to Isla. What did she tell you? She's freaking out, man. Why? Everything stopped. There's no air coming in. Well, well, maybe there won't be soon. Yeah, well. <laughs> Air's like fuel, Bobby. Yeah. You sort of burn it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fuel supply that's in danger here. Okay, Ronnie, I get it. Don't worry, I'm an engineer. I got your back. I can tell you how fuel works. He he steps back a little bit and then he says, um, so, no air. 
No generator. No geothermal. I... He's gonna make a roll. Uh, What's he rolling? He's rolling. So he's going to roll a vocation in his engineering. No. Um, so to, to see again, if he knows something. He's rolling to see if um, he can connect the dots between the fact that there's no power whatsoever and the big rumble. Um, so he's he's actually very competent. Um, so he has seven dice. He has a very big dice. He's actually one of the top in his profession. Dang. Um, and with five, mm-hmm. he definitely succeeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the challenge level for that would have only been three. Yep. He looks up at you and he says, it, that shift must have, must have ruined the power, geothermal power. This whole place runs off underground pipes from underground. Uh, if, if they're broken, they're broken. We ain't fixing them. We need to open the vault. Are you kidding me? You crazy? We're 500 years away from that being a possibility. We're about five hours away from being dead. (sighs) Makes a good point. Is there a middle ground? Is there like half dead, half open? I'd rather be irradiated than dead. He presents a good point. Well... Maybe we should talk to Daisy. You goddamn Voltec bastards! And you just see this, like, 18-year-old girl with the sides of her hair shaved and, like, a little pompadour uh, poof up the top with, like, Blam Pow and all that. You immediately know that she's Blamco. And there's two other teenagers with her, and she's just glaring down the corridor at you. Get the hell out of the engineering bay! Yeah, she she's just like, you... Bastards! Excuse you me? You sabotaged this place, didn't you? You, you. And then she just starts balling up her sleeves and she's like, you vault religious. Um, and they are, like, the three of them are, like, cracking knuckles. They're young, hot-headed, and they're, like, they're cruising for a bruising. And they just heard that you say they're going to be dead. You so- don't watch that. I'm going to cream your corn. Hold on, hold on. Can we just calm down for a second? Um, make a persuasion check to see if you can convince the hotheads, so, yeah. the young hotheads. I want to assist him. Yep. So I'm going to roll to see if I can assist you. I'm going to just be behind you. You're being the peacemaker, and I'm being so the bad kind of cop in the background. It's so phase three oh, plus yeah. intelligence, which is one plus the it, three. it will help to just yeah, the roll you get, you can write it down next to it. Yeah. Um, so what skill character sheets we're working on will have that, yeah. but for now you can just write cool. that. Uh, persuasion. Okay. Which is so, doubles as intimidate, really. Yeah, I'm all I'm I was willing to say you could do a strength based persuasion check because you're intimidating with your muscle. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I add my strength bonus. Yeah. So this is my assist roll, so I'll go first. Yep. So uh, anything above three, so I've got one, two, three, four, means now you roll your persuasion and you yep. get plus one. Yeah, plus one wins. So automatic. Oh, that's no. a terrible oh, one success. Well, you know, that's not good. But that becomes two successes. Yeah. What was the challenge? So there's no challenge on this. It's an opposed roll. It's roll, yeah. <clears throat> Three. They're on. They're on for a fight. There are three of them, which you you roughly recognize. You don't, like, they're younger than you. You don't pay too much attention to. You just know that they're little bastards, basically. And and they always are spoiling for a fight. Uh, Bobby, always the peacemaker. uh, Sometimes there's no other answer than a pounding. Can you lead the way, bro? So one of them runs up the front. His name's Bronson, uh, Bronson Logan. And he just charges at uh, straight at... I'm going to D3 this. 
He's probably not going to punch a woman. So he's going to go 50 oh. 50 between you two. Um, like, the, it's super, like, Fallout's yeah, super yeah, 50s yeah. based. They're yeah. going to be old school no, mentalities. Didn't. So he goes straight for the biggest, that young guy thing of going straight for the biggest guy. And whoever wants to be involved in the combat can roll initiative. We're going to have a combat. Mm. Let's do it. Uh, uh, what's his reflex? So he has a reflex of one. Okay, so I'm kid. declaring first. Mm hmm. Uh, do I I know we're in combat to know mm -hmm. that okay so um, this round it's going to be like this is kind of that opening bout so this yeah. round it's pretty much the other two aren't in the fight yet so for this yeah. round it's him and probably you maybe you if you want to step mm -hmm. in um, and then the results of this are kind of like a lot of those scuffly fights it, mm -hmm. it's probably going to be a one round is yeah. going to decide the outcome of the fist fight I grab my wrench <laughs> And I go for the kidneys with your wrench. Holy shit. Dang. Okay, so you grab your wrench and just go for a swing. He comes in just for a punch, like a, a regular punch on. Um, he started it. And he has some proficiency in brawling. Um, so we go now. So he declares he's just going to punch. Then neither of them are taking any particular actions. So now we go to the top and then we reverse order. So he's faster than you. Yeah. yeah? Um, but it's not really going to affect the outcome of his combat. But he rolls his dice. Uh, he gets two successes. All right. I get... That one. was almost a critical oh, fail. no. I mean, you got destiny points. I... If you care that much. I think it's... That's what happened. He caught me off guard. He's quicker. Yep. Um, so I think let's play the dice fairly. Yep. I wrote, I wrote the system. I better live in it. No, not cheat with fate. Um, Okie dokie. So he... Um, he actually just comes in and he doesn't try and like injure you, but he staggers you. Mm -hmm. So he smacks you and staggers you off kilter. So um, you're going to get negative two dice on your next turn if combat proceeds. Yeah. Um, at this stage, Noah shouts out for you to stop, and and he um, looks across. Uh, he looks across at Betty, and is like giving you this look that's saying, you know. There's hot-headed boys here. Maybe a woman will be able to... I'd, like, sigh really deeply. I'll get in between you two and go, all right, break it up. Okay, mate, can you make a persuasion roll? Oh, persuasion. Four. Oh. Hey. Oh, nice one. I'm going to say, I'm going to give them negative one dice for the purpose of there's now a female directly in between the fight. So he's a little bit... Unlikely. It diffuses things. And he two. hits two. So you get three. You win. Yay. So um diffuses. So Bronson basically I had him. He, he like I had him. He's just like, see that, see that guys? He ain't so big. You vault tech guys are yeah. all softy. I swatted fleas too. Keep trying. <laughs> Don't you worry. You I'll watch your mouth, you. good sir. I'll and tan then, your heart if you're not careful. <laughs> We're wasting our time with these chumps. Let's go oh, see if fix. we can uh are we going to go find Daisy or are we going to try and go to the uh, the air fuel tank? I think we look for Daisy. Yeah. All right. She would know. You'd know where Daisy is. Cool. Do I know where Daisy is? Can I find out where Daisy is? <laughs> you don't have no idea uh, where she is. This is a 500 person vault. It's maybe, a large um, complex. With let me just levels. put this can out there. Because I'm... The mechanical assistant. You know? Yeah, you can make a perception check. Yeah, that's fine. Where she might be, or maybe even survival. you can make a vocation check. So you but can make a roll based on that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, which would I'd say you probably assist with your vocation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go. 
survival is usually used for tracking. Yeah. Um, but perception, recalling where she is. So I'm going to say if you want to use your vocation as an assist, you're welcome to for your perception check. Yeah. So basically just make a check with your vocation. So what what's your points in your vocation? Two. Two. So you get two dice yeah. plus three base. Yep. Uh, and dominant stat for being a assistant, probably intelligence. Yep. yep. So one more. Yep. Cool. And then you can roll that as an assist. So you got to beat three. You, oh. get, you yeah. get three. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. basically, so it doesn't barely assist. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, now you make your perception check, which which is three plus two plus whatever you've got three. in perception. Oh, good. Hey, I should have said a CL. That would have been CL three, maybe even four, but you got four. Cool. Um, okay, so you recall uh, pretty much exactly where her living quarters are, and she knows she's probably spending the day with her grandkids. Um, so you know where her living quarters are. You know she was spending the day with her grandkids, which probably puts your head to the play area uh, of this sort of a recreational area, um, which Wilson Atomatoys. Did we um, mention your paranoia, day, uh, Betty? Yes, yes, yeah, we, we did. did yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, we're so. just bringing that to the mm. fore again. <laughs> Automatons and guys, I think she might be uh, spending the day with her grandchildren or something. Ah, uh, that's yeah. my Bobby always thinking of the yeah. things with his head. Let's Maybe? go. Yeah, let's go. All right, so you dash on through and you head down to the recreation area, navigating with a torch. You manage to get there fairly well. Um, it feels weird not having announcements and music playing in the place, but mm. the power is still off. What's the vibe? Well, how's it been? Because I imagine we're passing people. How? How? Like I imagine that initial onset of panic has mm-hmm. passed. People are initiating their plans or going to their clusters. It's becoming yeah. It's becoming that kind of hold in place. Like people who don't have a specific job are like try getting back to their rooms and like getting their family members and like hunkering. There's people like sort of squatted against the walls in corridors. Some people are sobbing because um, this has never happened before, and it is like the mm-hmm. world is ending to them. Um, but. There's a lot of charismatic figures, and you see vault Tech security. Uh, there's, like, one or two people walking past, and they're trying to calm, put people in areas. Like, a lot of professionals in this place, too. Um, and you get down to the recreation area, which is, like, a large room. Uh, there's a residential apartments on either side, and the school uh, is connected to it. And as soon as you get in, you hear the, the metal foot clunk uh, of... Little robotic horses. There are three of them walking around with children on them, uh, and like being like, "Nay, nay!" <laughs> sort of like discordantly. Sick. Two of them are done up with bows, and they've been painted. Then they're all sort of feminine and really like girly girls. And one of them is a late model attempt to widen Giddy Up Buttercup's appeal. It's actually a male model. So there's this horse that's like bulkier and has like a gun holster on the side of it for a toy gun. And it's talking to it. There's like three boys standing around it because they're still functioning. They don't run off the power of the facility. Uh, And this is kind of keeping the children distracted. And the horse is like, come on, partner, let's go for a ride and round up some bandits. And, like, trying to, like, appeal to them that it's, like, this robot horse. What in um, God's name is that monstrosity? Yeah. So a couple of people look towards you. Is as that well. a new model? You, you've seen it around. Oh, we've seen it around. But it's, uh, but, it's yeah, not a new model. <laughs> it was Maybe. a new model 200 years ago. Okay. Um, the fact that they're still operating is a testament to the spare parts and mm. the ingenuity of the uh, tinkers in the 
fault. Um, is Daisy around? Cool. Daisy, yelling out. Um, make uh, yeah, make another perception check to see if you spot her. She's not trying to hide. See, I'll two. I think you're our perception man. Mm. <laughs> well, he's leaving because that ain't me. Cool. cool. You spot her. Two, two successes. Um, Daisy is in the corner with her granddaughter, who is uh, waiting in line to ride on the Giddy Up Buttercup. They're they're kind of keeping the children relatively focused, uh, and the parents are like making that happen. Um, and yeah, she spots you as she comes over and looks up and say, like, "I lean over to Bobby and I'm like." Maybe we need to convince her to get us upstairs. Is the power mm. in this room? No, it's no power. Okay, but the, the giddy up. I'm guessing from the music all... that there's some jukebox playing that's yeah, not a that's separate thing. That's fine. It's fair enough for the kids' room as well. Yeah, they'd be a little Calm. portable. It's part of the horses have speakers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Daisy. Hello, do you, do you know what's going on? Oh no, I thought you guys would handle this pretty fine. You're good kids, and. I just got a run of the show. She lying? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she could be letting on more than she's. I mean, you can perception to see if she's lying, but I'm just going to say the dice roll. No, she's not. She's She's very sincere. Okay. We're we're being down there, and it's all nothing's running. We're running out of air. I try. I say that quite. I'm not even going to get her to roll. She's like, well, seems like the power's out. I'm going to lean in and say they're talking about opening the vault. You keep that quiet now. Yeah, whisper to her and shut that out. Talking about opening the vault. Well, might not be such a bad idea. Although I wouldn't. Are you kidding me? I thought it wasn't safe for another five hundred years or so. What about the vault? How much do you guys know about the vault? We help keep it running. Praise the vault. Praise Praise the vault. vault. Praise the vault. (laughs) Praise the vault, my children. But uh, the vault was built into a cavern complex. I'm sure that it's relatively unscathed, and there'd be air in there. It would at least buy us more time. Radioactive air, maybe. Mm. I don't trust it. I trust the vault. She looks down and he's like, oh, oh, it's your turn. And then helps her granddaughter up and like sort of distracts her and like, you go on, you go on now. And takes a, stands up and comes closer to you. And, and she's like, I don't know that we're going to have much of a choice. Well, what, how do we do it? What do we do? You're going to have to go up to the front upstairs near the med labs. Can, can you get us up there? You can go. You guys can go. You, you can go anywhere. You guys, the only place you can't go is up, up into the overseas complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, and you're going to have to run the manual override. Mm. Let me m- maybe propose to you that in order to do this in the most orderly fashion possible, maybe we should discuss this with Roger Starlight mm. and... Uh, just make sure the higher-ups are on board. Because we can handle the opening of the vault. Mm. But handling the vault dwellers and making this uh, amiable transition might be something we need um, Roger's input on. She, good thinking. she smiles um, broadly and, uh, and says, Unfortunately, that ain't going to be an option. You see, while we got manual access on all our doors, upstairs to the overseer's office, it's all electric. They're stuck up there. Ain't no way out for them. And uh, besides, I don't think he'd say yes. Trust me on this. So he's supposed to die mm. here? Roger? Hmm. Oh, I'm sure he'll be fine. All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Daisy. Uh, we will go handle that Just now. 
keep it quiet. Look, I'm not saying we're... Okay, we, thank you, we Daisy. Ain't, we, ain't, we will go handle that. Don't worry about evacuating nobody. We ain't evacuate. We'll just crack the door, get some air in. All right. And, and then we'll come and assess the situation. Yeah, that's a great idea. Buy some idea. more time for Isla, an engineer. She does have a good handle on it down there, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a deception. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'm going to spend a destiny point to give myself the advantage in this role because yep. I don't have a great <laughs> So you really want to, you're really trying to convince the most competent engineer in the whole. Yep. Uh, yeah, continue. Two. Two. All right, so she's going to get. Oh, are you kidding me? Well, uh, so she she has stats. Okay, she's okay. the she's the right. head engineer. She gets her stats all right, all right. plus base three plus. Come actually, on, she's come probably on. got one stat, but then two in perception. She is right. she's a grandmotherly yeah, overseerly right. person. She, right. Oh, wasted a destiny point. You got four, and I was not very convincing. I think Daisy knows that. It's uh, she. She suddenly looks alarmed. And she just goes like, it's very sweet of you to protect Isla, but I know she doesn't have a cool head sometimes. Uh, George, George, honey. And then a guy comes over and she's like, you, you take care of the kids, all right? I'm going to go down and... Uh, That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Take care you, of the You situation. go deal with Isla. We'll go deal with the door. Cool. Mm-hmm. And she go. heads off. I turn to the other two. We sort of leave the room and when we have a moment of sort of separation... I really think something's up with uh, with Roger. I mean, he talks to us every day. How could he not be involved in this? This is a big moment. Cracking the door of the vault without the overseer having a say or communication. Yeah. He could tell everyone what's going on and what to expect. But why did Daisy just put it off? I don't know. Something funny's going on. But I think we go see Roger before we touch that door. There's too much at stake. What do you reckon, well, Betty? We don't have a lot of time. It all depends on what Betty says, because oh, she's yeah. the electrics yeah. girl. She, uh, what do you make think, a Betty? vocation check to understand the mechanics of the overseas area? You've probably worked can on I it. Can I use a destiny die as well? Would you like to give yourself advantage on this? Yeah. Okay. You can also use destiny points to add wins, remember? Maybe I'll do that. I'll roll okay. first and then, can yeah. we help? Uh, you can attempt to help with maybe your your. I'll assist. In, okay. I'll assist with a mechanic. You're only that one assist. That's though, right. So, yeah. yep. I'm going to assist you yep. with my mm-hmm. mechanics knowledge, and Ooh. I get do nothing. Do nothing. <laughs> it's all well intentioned. It's fine. Yeah. It, it doesn't hinder. No. As long as it didn't hurt. Three. All right. I should have said a CL again. CL three. I'm not used to uh, that from. Um, <laughs> it's all secret yeah. in D D, which yeah. I play a lot. It's like you you don't tell people yeah. what the the levels are. Anyway. Um, you do succeed. CL3, mm. specialised. Mm. Um, you know that the whole vault office area is literally, like, emergency sealed. So you are going to be able to see through a slit in a door, and you're not going to be able to get in there. Is there. And there's no way to get him out. No one goes in there. But if the power's out, Y'all. if there's any connection to being off the grid that... Could give us if you could get if you could like get something like maybe a, a protectron and like reroute its power into the door or something yep. you could open it. Um, that's an option if you could get some kind of external battery thing and like like jury rig something. Standing outside of a room of a mechanical horses. <laughs> yeah, you, you could probably. I don't know how the Wilson Automatoys people would. Yeah. It would have to be a conclusion that Betty comes to because it was your role. Oh. You're aware of these yeah. options, but you are paranoid about Rob 
Rob Coe and Wilson and yeah, Tomatoy's exactly. machines. Not- so there's no like manual anyway. Everywhere else there is. Everywhere yeah. else there's manual overrides for the doors. For some mm. reason the overseas office is like uh, it's like a almost like a dead room, like a safe room thing where it just goes whoosh, and like super locks down. Your guess is the idea is if someone like attacks the vault, mm. it becomes like a bolt hole. But Y'all, I, I I just think we listen to Daisy. I don't like, like it, but I can't do I mean, anything without you. I mean, so. the vault protects, so... But if we open the vault, we're not allowing it to protect... Look, whatever, never mind. You want to follow Daisy, I'll follow you. you the wanna. vote provides. I can't touch a, a door that won't open with a, a wrench hitting it, so what option do I have? What option do I disagree. We have? For the record, I disagree. <laughs> but we'll do what you say. All righty. Okay. So you make your way up to the top floor. Yep. The large vault door looms in front of you. All the power is out. And this level is... Aside from the medical bay, because the medical bay is just off the entrance, where there are a couple of people who've, like, banged their head or, like, fallen over or something getting treated with torches on, um, there's usually security here, like, one security up. There's no one here. They're obviously all down dealing with people. Um, And you come up, and you know the systems. There is a large, like, metal plate door that says, like, do not access unless emergency manual override, like, crank to open the vault door. Oh, that's intimidating, that is. I think you're up, Ronnie. Ah, jeez, I'm uh, 36 years old and I haven't even dreamt of this day. Just never would have thought it would happen. I don't know if I could... This is a lot right now. It's okay, brother. I mean, what do you think's gonna happen? It's the vault freaking door. The vault provides. There's actually in front of the vault door, there is like... Candles burning always. There's like a little shrine there. It's got praise the vault written on the door and it's been, it's like a place of worship as well. Mm. I mean, I don't like it, but what choice do we have? I don't know. The air is already starting to feel sort of thin. It's starting to feel lightheaded, bro. I think it might just be the altitude of the... I don't know. <laughs> Ah, here goes nothing. You can do it. Cool. Let's do it. I open the door. You open (laughs) the door with your big muscles. Yep. And there is a... a... (laughs) Do it. Destiny roll. (gasps) That was a one. A number one. A one. Are you freaking kidding me? That's... This is a lot right now. <laughs> I think I know exactly what's going to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> Crank. It's hard to move. It begins to turn. You twist. You push. You you manage to do it. It clicks. You hear the clacking of gears starting to spin. Everything, all the manual parts of this cogwork machine are twisting. In this moment, you know you have basically committed sacrilege as well. Like, you are, you're opening the vault, you're destroying the shrine. The door pulls away, starts slowly, like, just, like, the pressure releases, the candles fall and go out. And then there is a flicker of light. The music starts playing again. 
What in God's name? Electronics take over. Oh. Fuck. What have I... What's going on? The vault takes over electronically and starts to open to its fullest extent. What's going on? Greetings, Vault Dwellers! Uh, I hope you're all okay after that uh, uh, frightful little incident, but the folks in engineering assure me they've got everything a-okay under control. We've managed to get the geothermal rerouted, and we're all fine, so uh, you just get back to doing what you're doing. Uh, Just remember, today is a Nuka-Cola day. Roger Stardust out. And then the radio goes off, and you're just, like, wide-eyed. And you look out. To put it back? Ronnie. The uh, door is open. <laughs> now ain't that what, timing for what you. What do you do, bro? Well, all you see is rubble. Just behind the door. It's completely buried. Buried. Completely. There is, it's just like you can't even see a speck of light. It's just com- rubble everywhere. Well, Let's, we can't go outside. Yeah, can we Let's Can shut- you close it? I shut the door. Yeah. Cool. So you press the... You can just press the button now. Yep. And the door starts to swing shut. Let's uh, go to that medical bay or something. And a single intercom pops next to you. Hey there, uh, vault dwellers, believers. It's your overseer, Roger Starlight, uh, Stardust here. Uh... I'm going to need you to <laughs> come on up to my office. We're going to have a little meeting, okay? Wait, is he talking just to us or everyone? Uh, that's right, just to you. Just oh, jeez. To- oh, oh, God. Roger Starlight talks, talking to us. Roger Starlight's office, you... And there's cam- So in the vault, there's cameras in, like, every corridor and stuff. So he can see, um, like... Do we tell him we open the door? I think he knows. He probably knows. Uh, yeah. yeah. Are we in oh. trouble now? Pro- probably. Do we have to, Roger? It, there's no reply. <laughs> <laughs> He's not listening anymore. Oh. I think he's waiting for Oh, God. I think we gotta go. I think we gotta go. Say your prayers, boys. Beautiful. Dead art in the ground. Hollowed out be thy caverns. <laughs> thy electronics be tight. Thy oh. power oh. be... Right? <laughs> this is the end. Amen. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So you wind your way up to the overseer's office. And this is a big moment. No one gets to see the overseer. And when you get there, uh, you walk past the armory and the security station and the door just slides open. The door you've never seen open in your lives. What's Butter the, my what's biscuit the and call me a biscuit. It. It's, uh, like a, it's like mahogany furniture, like brown stylized furniture, um, but that you can't quite... There's computer terminals and screens everywhere. Um, but yeah, the precipice is open. You can't see anyone in there right now. <clears throat> uh, before stepping, I'm like, Roger, you in there? Come on in, boys. But And, and gal, sorry. <laughs> Howdy. Yeah. All right, let's... Can I roll perception to, to just see if anything's a bit, you know? Yeah, go for it. Anything weird? Check. It's quite a lot weird happening today. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> yeah. One, two. Right. What's the challenge? Oh, 
two. God, I'm so bad at that. Um, challenge level, probably two. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> it's not particularly difficult. Yeah. Um, the thing that immediately strikes you is yeah. this isn't a complex of uh, super popular and famous and VIP vault dwellers. It's a single room. It's just yeah. one office. It you've your whole life. There's it's, not like it's this the VIP yeah. zone. It's the echelon. It's a privately contained. That was my question. Everything. Was there like are there interconnected rooms? Is there bedrooms? Yeah, there, there, there? there has to be. There has to be food. There has yeah. to. I mean, you has to because Roger like lives in the overseas office. He never comes down. He has to have like where's he mm. sleep? Where's he eat? They're above you. But there's no other rooms. Not that you can see from the door. You haven't entered the room yet. Uh, uh, Ronnie, can you? All right, can you all right. Don't room? worry. You don't have to be scared. I got you. <clears throat> I step in. Cool. I'm scared. <laughs> Do you all step uh, through? Yeah. Roger, you are. Uh, the door shuts behind you. Go. go. And God damn it. Well, hey, a voice comes out from the corner of the room looking across the terminals and you all turn to see a hovering on jet propulsion chrome sphere with three arms coming down from it. One of them has a microphone in it and it turns to look at you and it says, oh, fancy meeting you in my office. It, <laughs> How y'all doing? Is it Voltec? I'm Roger Star, a Starduster. Hmm? Is it Voltec technology it, or is it? It is a Robco hand. Uh, it's a Robco Mr. Handy. <laughs> the paranoia kicks in. <laughs> I don't like this. My uh, Roger Starlight. I kind of uh, sat back and up I've, I've the said Stardust to Starlight like five times. Doesn't matter. I got, I got to say, Roger, I have a different picture in my head of what you might look like. Um, I'm not as handsome as you thought I'd be. Just, just different. Oh, Roger that. Well, uh, yeah. look, uh, you guys have, uh, <laughs> you guys have uh, kind of stumbled on a, a little pickle of a secret there, haven't you? Well, the the door is blocked. Y- yeah. We were just following orders. We could, it, it'll be yeah. like surely there's no sure. problem. Like at the mm. 500 years when it needs to open, they can just dig it out. Uh, yeah, yeah, about that. See, there there ain't no 500 years, guys. Uh, Wait, what? I'm sorry, what? what? Uh, the the vault. I don't know if you read the pamphlet. Well, your ancestors read the pamphlets. Uh, the the vaults opened after twenty years, automatically. I didn't get a pamphlet. Did you get a pamphlet? What pamphlet? Uh, What's a pamphlet? So uh, wait, that's like a lot of years ago. Yeah. So uh, when the overseer back then first uh, found that the uh, the door had opened, they went out and they said, "Hey, we're gonna use our geck and we're gonna repopulate." Then we got caved in. The nuke must have dropped right on us. Oh, well, this is awkward. Well, surely we can rally the teams and we could. They taking turns in, in our sponsored factions and dig dig it yeah. out. They they tried. The problem is there's nowhere to put the debris. In the bedrooms and stuff. They they tried. They tried and they put it back. Years ago. They took the well, debris in and then they, they put the debris back. They did the math. They did the math. Well, sometimes you just <sighs> got to get your hands dirty. The the problem is that uh, we. I think the thing is they they put me in charge and. Uh, they knew I could keep the secret, you see, because uh, 500 years of hope is a lot better than 200 years of crying, right? Well, what now, Rod- Roger? <laughs> well, uh, hey, uh, you just uh, you just keep your lips shut and have a happy on time, thanks to uh, our sponsor, New Coca-Cola. I don't think you're yeah. going to let us keep our lips shut. Why wouldn't I? You're a vault citizen. Yeah. Can, is that a... Is that a- 
Boom! A There's a big boom. rumble. The lights flicker again. <laughs> then Mr. Handy spins around and looks kind of alarmed and is like, now what the dang hey is doing that? Um, and then in the distance off one of the like audio mic pickups, you hear a scream. Sorry, just adding to the ambience here. Can I run? And like you a... see that the vault door is open through one of the cameras, and there's a couple of vault people that were like lingering around that saw you open the door and then uh, reopened it after oh you left. God. And then on the camera, you see them running back in, and in the precipice of the door, this massive like eight foot tall green monstrosity oh, no. is just standing in the doorway with a massive pole. <laughs> it looks like a, it looks like a, uh, like a street pole that they've just ripped the concrete out of the ground and just has concrete and rebar on the end of it. And they're standing in the precipice of the door and there is like a smear of blood on it. And you can see in the background, there's a like vault dweller that has been killed by this thing. Um, well, we're safe here. Eh? <laughs> I think, right? Well, uh, yep. you, you see, the problem is we got to keep this a, a dang good secret. <laughs> a secret. We got to keep it a secret. So I'm going to need you to go and deal with that. Keep this a secret? Yeah, I'm going to uh, need you to go and deal with that right now. Can you come help us? We Robin? might need uh, Rod- some arming. And his Roger. hand just like Roger. pops over and you hear the, the door to the overseer's office opens and then the door to the armory just goes and slides open. All right, uh, that'll do. All right. Uh, you keep this uh, nice little secret for us here. Go, 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 go. We'll be fast a one-legged man to butt-kicking competition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, into the armory. So you dash into the armory. I look for the biggest wrenches they have. All things to hit things. <laughs> probably already have the like, biggest wrenches. That's probably um, there are there's a rack of like ten millimeter pistols and there's a couple of submachine guns. I'm having like PTSD yeah. just looking at them. There's, I have a paranoia uh, like of guns. armor vests as well. You could clip on yeah. onto the outside of your vault suits mm-hmm. if you want to. Yeah. They will or if you put them on, they will give you one armor and no penalties. So they're just yep. like a light cool. vest. Yeah. All right. I think we all armor up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I uh, don't touch any guns. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take one. Are there okay, explosives like grenades? Why not? Yeah, there's a grenade. There's a couple of grenades. I'll take a couple of grenades. Um, anything that's just like general purpose? Something that I feel like I would just be able to pick up and theoretically use. Oh, there's like a combat blades. There's a couple of like. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely take knives. a blade. Yeah, 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 yeah cool, cool. Yeah. But can I take a gun as well? Yeah, 10 mil pistol. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Great. Cool, cool. A couple, couple of mags. Yeah, yeah and up, it's a bit of an upgrade from your yeah. little like, 9 mil yeah. service pistol that's all rusty. These are well-maintained. Yep. Uh, and you, I'm guessing, storm to the vault entrance. Yep. I hope. Yeah. This is going to well, be an anticlimactic climax. Let's do it. It's combat right. time, baby. So you storm well, to like the entrance of the turtles. vault. And there's digitally, like, uh, uh, Roger is, like, closing doors behind you and, like, sealing off all these doors. And when you get up to the vault room, you see, like, a m- massive dent smashing into the soft door. And then the door rips off its hinges. And this, like, feral huge bulbous green thing looks in new reflex what's his reflex it's reflex his reflex is zero okay then it's a roll off mm-hmm. you have reflex I do you have reflex so then it's between me and him it's a roll off I got four he gets one one so he declares first he declares first uh, who's at the front I am he charges straight at you and he's making a charge and he's gonna just swing his massive hammer at you Describe his physical makeup. He is basically eight foot, 
uh, tall. Humanoid? You barely would call him. He's more like a Warhammer 40k orc. He's a super mutant, for oh, those who know Fallout. So super tough. Um, he is a giant green ball of just pure muscle, uh, wearing, like, scraps. There's human skulls, like, stitched into his clothes. Uh, he's got, like, basically like Mad Max gear on, um, and it has a straight sign. Okay. Well, because he's charging at me, mm-hmm. I'm going to brace against mm-hmm. his charge. So you get plus two. I get plus two. I can't inflict an... Can I flick an injury? I, I, um, I believe with the brace that you just yeah, get plus two. It's not a defense It's thing. a really good action. Yeah. Uh, I think brace. It's, it's, plus two wins yeah, against charging really a brace. really good. Okay, cool. So he's going straight for me. I get plus two wins to my roll. So yeah. he can roll his combat first. So he declared then? first. You're yep. bracing. What are the two of you doing? Uh, I'm going to kind of try and go behind. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to assist. Uh, Ronnie, are you sorry. fighting? I'm yeah. gonna fight. Yeah, what do you I'm fighting? using my pistol. So you're gonna shoot him. Yep. Um, I'm gonna get my switchblade out. Switchblade. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna charge him with a knife. Yep. You're yeah. gonna counter charge or wait? Wait. What's your plan? Wait and, and see how this. So you, yep. Yeah. I'm gonna try and incapacitate him as much as possible so mm-hmm. that the people with the more effective yep. weapons can take him out. So we're playing the simplified combat rules, so not yep. hardcore combat, which basically means uh, he can't score wins. He his combat roll is high enough that he can fight all three of you simultaneously. Yep. Yep. Um, but he can't score wins against you. But he can counteract the bullet. So his roll, if you roll lower than it, you won't hurt him. Yep. But he can't hurt you because um, usually it's like opposed yeah. results. Yep. Yep. So um, so now we get to the action phase, and the fastest right. person goes first, which is who's got the highest reflexes. Well, that would be you two. So you, you can sort of go at the same time and roll off to see who goes first first. Do you want to roll off? Sure. Uh, okay. Cool. That's Bobby. Bobby goes first. Bobby. So one firearm. I'm a bit confused yeah! about. <laughs> One firearm, and it's just three base. Is that it? Yeah. So, so uh, okay, so your combat roll, you don't have a, you have a point in firearm? Yeah. So it's your base of three, yep. all of your attributes, so two points, okay. plus your proficiency. Yep. Okay, cool. That's your roll. Thank you. Right. And that's a small hand. Nice. So did, you, yeah, did you get the weapon bonus? So you have a small ballistic oh, weapon, yeah. so you actually get a bonus to that. So you get to roll as well. So you have a Add. ranged weapon, you actually get plus two dice. So roll two more, so you've got four... Four. Four successes. <laughs> okay, four successes. Okay. Uh, Jen, sorry, Betty. Betty. So Six. keep four, yep. just so we can keep track of it. So three base, one yeah. for the switchblade. So oh. your switchblade is actually a dagger, so that yep. won't give you any uh, advantage or disadvantage, but you can use it in close combat. And he's technically using a reach weapon, so... Which no, be, he's actually got a large weapon, not a reach weapon. Yeah, but you, you can get in close combat and it's ineffective. Mm. So. Okay. Something to keep in mind. Oh, not just one. One, one success. Mm-hmm. All right. So I am. Uh, ass- this is my assist roll. I'm going to assist my combat roll with a grapple. Mm-hmm. So my intent is to really wrestle him to be like you know, hold him still while the others okay. do the. Impact. So if you do that, um, you you can do it as your assist. If you succeed, it'll be harder for you to deal damage. You're That's more likely okay. to grapple or. That's all right. Or, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I got one, two, two three. three. I'm okay. Yeah, no. All right. So that didn't work. We'll have destiny points, guys. We do. Because here I'm comes his one. roll. Well, how do I, I got my combat roll. Oh yes, that was so the PCS. So this that is my yep. combat roll. One, That's two, better. three, four, five, six. six That's successes. better. All right. Ooh. All right. Boom. Plus two wins. Oh good. Oh yeah, plus two wins. So he had nine. Eight. He had nine dice. He actually has three strength, but he has negative one intelligence, so that took away a combat dice. Um, 
He did, however, five. have proficiencies, etc. Yep. So five successes against against your six, your seven, four, eight, eight. So eight. he dodges your bullet as mm-hmm. he charges in. Um, you brace against him and get eight successes. So you beat it by three. Yeah, I trip him over. Okay, so that's your choice. So I've him. grabbed him, yeah, and I just slam him to the ground in a big scuffle. Unfortunately, he gets four additional successes no! over um, Betty. So he, as you trip him down, um, as you trip him, his hammer is deflected by your blow and he just strikes it down uh, and it smashes into the floor with Betty's leg in between. And he dismembers you. Oh, your, oh dang. your leg oh, from the knee Betty? down, or me, Betty, Betty. not you. Oh, your Betty. leg from the knee down just explodes as the <laughs> as this chunk of concrete hits the ground, <laughs> and you are pinned under it as well. Aside from being dismembered, what level of injury would that? That be? was a level. Well, it's level four victory, and he chose to dismember. Okay, so you can. And you have negative four on combat. So it's not a fatal injury, um, which. It could be a fatal injury. Yeah, it's yeah, technically yeah, yeah. the dismemberment result. So you are you are pinned and your limb is removed and disabled entirely. <laughs> cool. Get this bastard. But what do you do to I've him? I've slammed you, him to the ground. to trip him. Yeah, I'm holding him down, three. holding him by the neck to the ground. Okay. So that is where the next round of combat starts. Oh, Betty. Betty oh, is. Poor, poor, Betty. poor, poor Betty. Betty. Lost her. Hey, lucky, lucky. <laughs> Oh my god! That's, oh, legless Betty. Legless Betty. Someone please do like a full remix <laughs> with like a animation replay of just like. Alrighty, so yeah. you did. Uh, you have basically so tripped, knocked him yeah. onto the ground, which um, and he has dismembered you. So you okay? So dismember is also a level three victory. Uh, so a serious injury, sorry. So a fatal injury is basically you'll die within... You get negative four dice and you'll die within a couple of minutes. A serious injury is you will eventually die. So if you get a level three injury, you're not going to die in the next five minutes. You might fall unconscious in someone's arms in that five-minute period, but it will be hours before you actually die. Yay! Safe game. Um, <laughs> so, so dismemberment, dismemberment also gives Bring a serious injury. So without medical treatment, you will die. Um, but it isn't an instant fatal. So, okay. So the next round, he's tripped. He's on the ground. Um, Which means... Let me that's just a great up. question. So tripped. Here it is. It says uh, tripped. Lying down prone is negative 4d6. Okay, cool, cool. So he has negative 4 dice off his next roll. So let's work it out. What are you guys doing? Well, uh, still holding he's declaring first. Yep. So he is on the ground. He is going to uh, attempt to, while on the ground, swing his massive uh, thing back up directly into you, just taking the negative four. Um, and depending on how it goes, he's going to carry that momentum with him and try and do something with it. My blood. But yep. he's just like swinging up from the ground. Boy, oh boy. I am actually just going... I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to keep my combat check and I'm going to assist with a grapple. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my declaration. What are you... Uh... Can, can I do anything? Daisy goes... You've got, ah! negative, you've got negative three dice. I declare I do am I... screwed. Can you assist combat? I guess you, not. You probably, yeah, I'm no, just going to try and shoot him. 
I guess. So I you pull out the gun and yeah, shoot him, yeah. okay, from the ground, which is good because that means he can't score victory levels on you. He's not, he is on you, but he's actually in the combat because he's declaring first. He's swinging mm. away and up from you. Mm-hmm. So he isn't going to be able to hurt you any further, but you yep. will possibly shoot him in the back. That's fine. Uh, but he may dodge it. So yep. now we go reverse order. Yep. So fastest shooter in the West with your big iron on your hip. Yep, that's that's you, mm-hmm. Bobby. Yep. You roll first. So you roll the same combat roll again. So you had... Yep, same dice. Yep. And let's hopefully... you. you can, can I shoot to, like, disarm him? Is that an option? Can I uh, use... I'm not sure you can use guns to disarm. Sorry, can I use my Actually, grapple check to assist his shooting roll? Okay, yes, you cool. can. So make your assist Because that's the now. whole point. One, two, three... Hey, this is my grapple assist. <gasps> One, two, three. Three. Every oh, assist you roll. I was going to spend every, it but I, th- I rolled him and I cannot. But you I was going to. If you, you spend can, it before, you, it you changes. get advantage. Yeah. But you didn't do that. I but didn't. you can add a victory by spending a destiny. I will do that. I spend a destiny point, to, and that means you get plus yeah, one. one to your next. You could have used your strength just in future. So mm. if you have strength, you can use your strength reduce once per combat to reduce the victory, the victory level. level. So you could have reduced that from a level four oh, to a level three. Okay. No worries. I think this you, is you could have saved time. your leg, but yeah. you were caught off guard by right, a, a giant good. monster. <laughs> yeah. You guys live in like a little corporate paradise yeah. vault, and a giant <laughs> monster is coming at you trying to murder you. That's it. All right. Uh, here's your shoot roll. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one, two, nice. three, four, five, plus five, one, so six. Six. Nice. Nice. So I shoot him. You shoot. shoot now we design. keep going. Oh, you're, you're planning. Well, we get to results okay, based right. on what his role is. Yeah. So keep so a track keep of your six role. successes. Yep. Yeah. Six. One, two, three. Yeah. So six. All right. I don't know where your, the extra uh, one's coming Betty from. basically goes last now, has to declare first and go last because by default now has like the slowest reflex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. kind of That's done. That's fine. All right. So this is my attack roll. Yep. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Two. Oof. Oh, no. And he <laughs> comes back. He has five dice still, even with negative four. Oh, four-four. God. <laughs> yes! He got nothing! Yay. And you know what nothing means in Kojin? If you roll and you get zero successes, the narrator can call that a critical fail. Okay. What are you doing? And how many successes did you get? Six. Six. Five. Are you sure you still want to disarm him? Oh, you did declare you were aiming to disarm. Is that... Huh? Are we disarm? Pin- you get your victory and then you choose your result. What were you doing with your gun? You're doing the shooting. Don't tell me you he were disarming him. With disarm him with Don't a tell gun. me you're disarming <laughs> him with a gun. All right. I'll Shoot him in the fucking head. He was swinging my brother. So you know what happens? It's easy. You disarm him with your gun. Like blow up his arm. You shoot him in the shoulder and the, it, you didn't realise this. That, that gun... He's loaded with hollow point rounds and the front of his shoulder just explodes out <laughs> and like his arm just flops limp immediately like nerve severed, bones and muscle torn to shreds. You score, so you can choose what kind of victory. You, with six against none, that's death blow if you want it. I'm holding him down. I'm like, way to go, so Bobby! You can pick a level five victory or lot. Although, actually, he's going to reduce whatever you pick by three. He has three strength. He's going to use it to save his life. So you get a level five victory because six doesn't count. I look up fearful, but I'm like, remember what I told you happened to Bobby A? Ronnie A? Sorry. You, Do that to this mother... How many successes did you get? Two. Cool. Sorry for interrupting you. Finish him! So you actually only get a... He, dis- he drops your level five to two to save his life using all Ooh. his strength. Um, you also could have used your armor to negate that. <laughs> oh, it was a vest. No, it didn't make sense. It was a vest, yeah, and he yeah. got your you leg. Got my leg yeah. um, so you you can choose to disarm him as you did, 
And now mm-hmm. you still have a level two victory to put on him. I put a level two victory on him. Okay, so you just do medium <laughs> injury, lower outcome, or? Uh, I would say so. His remainings are flat on the ground. He's disarmed already, so I'm just going to do a level two injury. Cool. Yeah. So between the two of you, is you cause that result. You blow his shoulder out. He now has a medium injury, negative two to all his physical dice checks, and he's disarmed. He drops yeah. his big rebar club. Um, and now it's the next turn of combat. We've got another turn of combat. We're right. still fighting. Jen, sorry, Daisy. So I'll still try to shoot him because it's all I can really do. Yep. Um, I don't have any proficiency, so just three. Is that right? But so then combat minus... three minus four from all your checks in combat. So you may as well not. Yep. I <laughs> You're basically just Go team! Um, on your leg. Ow! Crazy. You can attempt a survival check to try and like tornicate, tornicate oh, that himself. Would, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I think we're, so. He is on the ground still because he didn't get up. He's prone. He now has a medium injury. He's got six dice off his dice. Can so I let's actually, finish can this. I, can How I are you going to my way to medical bay? Because isn't it like right? you're still pinned on? Oh no, he lifted it off your leg. You're yeah. trying to not bleed out right now. Okay, they'll try and tornicate. And you are thankfully you're literally next door yeah. to the medical lab. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you can see the medical yeah. lab from here. No one's in it, but you can see oh, it. That's fine. So let's um. He's got negative six dice. So yeah. let's do this. How are you going to try and finish him? Provided you do, you you're going to shoot again. Yep. That they're exploding bullets. Use them where they count. <laughs> and you're gonna. What are you gonna do? I'm. Ho- I'm again. I'm gonna like assist his shoot with my grab. Go for it. Yep. What is it? Hold him in place. Hey. Ah! Floor dice don't count. Floor dice don't count. Can you pass me a floor dice, please? One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh my god. That's your so assist. I'm like, so you get three additional wins. So I like grab him and I just hold his head up. Yeah. And, like by the scuff yep. and like. Due to what's about to happen, I'm going to say that you don't even attack, right? Yep. So you are yep. you are putting everything into that and holding yeah, it still. Yeah. You got you got four successes plus three wins. Plus three. He gets three dice. He gets two successes. Ooh. So you have a, just a fatal blow. So yep. you you blow his head off. Yay. Just bang, like explodes out. Backwards. I just get like face painting. <laughs> you you actually have like a traumatic flashback to your past yeah. as soon as you see that. That's the second time in your life you've seen. Oh, Ronnie. Ronnie, you are so um, young. He is. This guy has been retired. This green guy has been retired. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, and that's the blood, like drops down. What do you do about our character who is dying and we could help, even though they're dying, we could actually assist. Yeah, them. we should. I think just in this moment is just a little bit of like. <sighs> yep. <sighs> My freaking leg. Oh god, her freaking leg! Oh god, god. Med- oh, medical, yeah. medical I'm bait. So sorry. All right, let's go. Let's go. Ah, oh, that was a good shot, Bobby. I hope we never have to do that again. Yeah. But oh, well done, if there was ever a time to sharpshoot, that was it. Great news, everyone! Uh, it's your great overseer here, and I gotta let you know that thanks to the the good guys down in Voltec Engineering uh, and Nuka Collar, of course. Uh, Problem solved. Everything's fine. We're just going to get the uh, janitorial staff up to the vault entrance, uh, and uh, and then I'm going to get the janitorial staff to come see me in my office, okay? Now, uh, you all have a lovely day, and uh, and, uh, goodbye. Bloody Roger. Hey, uh, well, let's let's help Betty. She's in a state. All right, off we go. Into the medical room. You head into the medical room, mm-hmm. yep. um, and there is medical equipment there to tourniquet the wound. Like I said, it's a serious injury. She has hours. The crush has actually meant that she's not she's bleeding, but it's all crushed. It's yep. not instant. 
Um, the door to the vault is still open. Mm. Uh, Close the door. And yeah. the giant monster just came through it. You don't want to pop the head around. Hey, the Bobby, you yeah. want to you want to go shut the door? I don't know. Maybe you, we don't want any more uninvited guests. Wait, who's gonna assist Betty better? Uh, Probably you. Uh, I can't yeah. hit this to make it work again. All right, I don't do it. Yeah, I'll go shut the door. Okay. You help Betty. So as you go over to the door, you see Shaking. a beam of light coming from outside the door. Yeah. I turn back. I'm like, guys, guys, uh, quick, patch her up. This I see outside. I see the. I think I see the sky. Do you head yeah. to the entrance? Quick, quick! Tie up a leg! Yeah, gonna try and help her. Cool. Uh, make and a survival check to uh, attempt to tie her leg up. It's just intelligence. Yep. So, four. I'm gonna say this is CL3. Okay. So you got four dice. Oh, golly. Come on, make oh, one success. One. So two fails. One of the things that we could. Uh, we were gonna institute in the rules Actually. is basically if someone's injured and you're trying to. Something that could affect their level mm. of injury, the level of fails you have affects. Well, that's the, already mm. in the the reactive. That could be a reactive role. That one, um, I'm not going to say is her crush injury is kind of preventing it from getting much worse. But you, how many destiny points do you have unspent? All of them. You could spend three and just yeah. succeed. Yeah, it's the end of the end of the session. Yeah. Yep. All right. So you pump everything <laughs> into saving your friend's life, Yay. and you tourniquet it up and bandage Good it up. Good job. <laughs> and are you going to get her to hobble to the door with you, or is that the point? I, I carry it. Okay. I, over the Aww. shoulder. You, you, I got you, Betty. Aww, you thanks. carry Betty. Aww. Yeah. You That's always it. had my back. Now you're on mine. <laughs> I'm traumatized. So you get to the entrance of the vault, and the three dwellers of Vault Forty. Look across, and at the edge of the cave, you see the blackened smear of blasting charges. And through it, you look out into the yellow-stained wasteland that sprawls beyond. And it's quite clear that someone just came knocking on Vault 40's door. And they're going to have a lot more interesting life from here on out. That's the end of our one shot. <laughs> Round of applause. Dave, Thanks, narrating. Dave. Thank you. You're welcome. Jeremy, first time playing Kojin. How do you feel? You did a great job. You did. You, you dove you into it. the hero story. Yeah. I think in future sessions, I'd be a lot more confident after this. Yeah. But, like, I'd... Is it yeah, fun? It was really fun. Got sucked into Super it. Super enjoyed it. You did a fantastic yeah. job. And all you have to do is... Jump into I the loved, story. Uh, Ronnie's voice. That was I love. <laughs> but I like that you like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like how it, I yeah. introduce my character in first person, and then you're like, "Oh no, do I have to do this?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, you did a great yeah. job, man. Love, love for Jeremy in the comments. Love for Dave in the comments, and uh, love for you from us. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to subscribe. We didn't mention it at the start of the video, but we have a podcast. It's on podcast platforms. So uh, check it out. The link is it's tabletoptime.com slash podcast so go check that out you can listen to it as you can tell we're putting a bit of effort into making it quite audio yeah. dramery and i feel like we're sort of hitting it's, our yeah. stride and we'll, we'll get better with yeah. all the tightness of here and there yeah this was and bolts in the vault. and guys we're oh, just yeah. getting started oh mm. this is our second one sh- like our second game yeah. mm. oh my god <laughs> so much cool stuff to come it's so Please. cool to just be able to launch into like hey hey today we're doing fallout it's amazing and like and yeah. it's oh so fun that was amazing uh, once again one last time if you can and you're willing Patreon support makes such a difference to the channel otherwise if you want you can grab yourself some merch it's uh, it's more like this Jeremy improvised his own which you're welcome to do as well 
Do you want to like, give it? Can you show it up? And you got to sit up a bit. There we go. Yeah. So if you want to support us, you can buy the merch. But also, if you just want to rep, you can just write on your shirt with a 